Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a time I remember too. It was Thursday. The Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Thursday, the reason I remember Thursday fondly was because on Thursday we lived in a Minnesota that was coronavirus free. And on Friday afternoon, we learned that we have coronavirus on our turf. And by the end of the weekend, we learned not one, but two people are affected by the actual coronavirus. Now, you and I, Bradley, actually happened to be sitting together while we watched the press conference where they explained a little bit more about what this means. And then I think we sort of went into our weekend with a whole different conversation because it was a whole different reality, right? Yeah. No, it it, it becomes real, right, in a way that it wasn't before the coronavirus um, for those of you uh, who maybe weren't paying attention. Who have been now, sleeping? Well, I don't know, but some people probably mm. just are busy and they don't get around to following up on what's going on. If they're listening to us, you probably know that Minnesota has two cases now. But on Friday, you know, we did our show and we've been sort of seeing this uh, coronavirus crisis from afar in mm-hmm. a way. I mean, for some of us, it's been very real. We're going to talk about later in the show, like my vacation plans have changed. My work plans have changed. Many of you have had your vacation or work plans change or up in the air at least. Um, But now you're thinking, I think, in different ways about the coronavirus instead of like, hey, let's go to Costco and get an extra bag of rice. Now you're thinking when I go to Costco to get my extra bag of rice, I need to make sure that I'm not touching anyone and that I'm washing my hands and face in a way that I bet you weren't as fastidious just a week ago now that you know somebody in our midst um, has has tested positive. Now, to be fair and to be rational about this, very likely those people, there are people in our midst and have been for longer than we realize. Right. We are just now learning about learning it. Learning about it, yep. And I feel like as a family, for the next week, we're going to all have to hold each other tight and not overreact because I get, I get the impression that this week we are going to see this... Um, issue because i don't think the who is calling it a pandemic yet is going to um we are going to find out that a lot more people probably have it than we realize because of the level of testing that's increased so um but yeah when we're when we were sitting there on friday it it became very real for us as we watched minnesota state officials tell us about it and i think the first reaction was as we were sitting in b arthur's office watching the press conference we just had a lot of questions yes, and we're very, you know, mm, I don't want to say frustrated, but like, hey, 
What about this? We were very ASCII. We were very ASCII about our questions. Yeah. Because uh, they were trying to mobilize quickly Mm -hmm. and give us as much information as they could to try to um, manage the situation. But we had very specific questions, and everybody had very specific questions. And one of those questions was, has this person, at least on Friday, been contained in a way that they did not possibly spread it about? And it sounds like, yes, there is no concern that that person was wandering around sneezing on strangers, right? I also had this, and I'm curious about you. We haven't talked about this off the air, but I had this overwhelming um, like sense of empathy or like sadness almost for the person who was the focus of that press conference. Yeah. Who is anonymous, who none of us know, but a, it's a person who's probably scared because they've got coronavirus, but then also that he's this, or that he's the person that we're all talking about. And now he's in Minnesota, like patient zero. Yeah. And I just had this overwhelming sense of like sadness for what that would feel like to be the person who all of this is circling around. Yeah, absolutely. And I think all of us are just left with, you know, fits of, oh, my God, or or, am I overreacting? Like you're constantly going Going back back and and forth and forth. I was just reading through uh, the latest that we know about um, these two cases. And in that first case, of course, I think where we are right now, if I read um, the account correctly, is that we don't have any community spread in Minnesota, meaning that the people that were in contact with the or the the two first people who were uh, diagnosed with coronavirus or they are the presumptive cases, they contact contracted the virus out of the state. Right. So what we don't know is if anybody they came into contact with uh ended up with the virus. Presumably we'll learn about that this week and in the coming weeks Mm -hmm. as more people are tested. But at this point, we know that it is just those two people who contracted it outside the state of Minnesota. Correct. That probably gives people a certain amount of calm. But at the same point, or at the same time, we realize it's probably a matter of time before someone does uh, test positive in the state who did contract it from someone else. Um, And there are things you can do in the meantime, in between time, before that confirmation comes in to make sure that, you know, we're we're paying attention um, and we're wiping things down. And while it seems a little bizarre and ludicrous that we're all fastidiously running behind each other, you know, wiping down doorknobs. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? We We just don't get clean spaces. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any kind of sick. Right. Because other things are spread through shared spaces and germs on surfaces. I will say that leaving here on Friday when we got home, my husband and I started to have some very real conversations that we hadn't been having yet around coronavirus. Yeah. Because now, you know, this, the conversation shifts very quickly when it becomes more of a, a reality. Mm-hmm. And so we had to sit down and have conversations about what's going to And actually the school put out a communication on Friday. Our kids schools did. What did they say? Um, They basically said what everybody is saying. We continue to monitor very closely. Here are the rules. Don't come to school if you're sick. We will keep you posted of any potential closings, et cetera, et cetera. Um, It's all the communication seems to be in all places. Something along the lines of please be mindful about your germs and the spreading of them. And we are, you know, we are in charge. Like we are paying attention. 
So I, cause I've seen that email in multiple different forms from multiple different places um, where, you know, maybe it's a kid's school or a place we work or a place we, um, you know, activities that our kids are involved in or whatever. Slight shifts in plans. For example, my daughter is in a dance performance coming up. Sometimes between the two performances, they do a potluck meal. They've decided to not do that this mm-hmm. year. So little things that are, you know, normal in your life maybe are changing now because of, of this news. Yeah. And I think those are all good things. I think sometimes people, uh, again, get a little too black and white over it. Like, oh, there's no need to do anything different at this point. Blah, blah. Well, OK, actually, I don't know that's going to hurt. Right. So let's maybe just be cautious. I think the words uh uh, out of an abundance of caution yeah. are being used more and more right now, right? Yeah. That we just are making choices that are cautious, but hopefully not alarmist, right? Because that's when people start to get real bonkers. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you we all did wake up to the news this weekend, too, that, you know, a giant chunk of the country of Italy has shut down. Yeah. And, you know, reading some of the stories about how that all went down, you start to think, well, like, what's going to happen if we do that here? And we don't know. And you can spend all day thinking about what if. Right. So you try not to do that too much. But I guarantee everybody sort of, you know, sort of out of the corner of their eye, at least if they're not full bore paying attention, that's probably not a good idea. One thing I did say around um, the house uh, this weekend and just with people I know is like stay away from the media most of the time. Right. Like enjoy what you would normally enjoy. But like. You ju- I, myself included, I say that mostly for myself because I tend to want to get sucked into something. Mm-hmm. But you have to ask yourself, is it healthy to be, you know, exposing yourself much less to, you know, potential right. viral hazards, but also just the negative impact of all of that sort of distressful stuff? Like, yeah, you want to stay informed, but I think there's a, a point at which you go from being informed to being unnecessarily paralyzed by the news, right? Like you need to stay abreast. Right. So make sure you're doing that, but then maybe just set it aside for a while. I keep on thinking about like, I haven't seen the movie, the invisible man, Yeah. but there is this piece of me that feels like that's what the coronavirus is because we can't see it. And so everybody's sort of like, you know, panic, panickingly running from the invisible germs. Yeah. And the reality of it is, it was be- it was a beautiful weekend. Yeah, people were out and about, well, and I was loving just seeing the community of people being out of their homes and not touching each other. Yeah. Well, what's <laughs> actually here's a funny story. So this weekend, one of the things I do on the weekends, uh, at least for one more weekend, is dodgeball. And so dodgeball, right? So I'm on a dodgeball league. And then every Sunday afternoon we have games. We do, you know, a couple games. So it's about an hour. And we're in a gymnasium in South Minneapolis. And there are, you know, hundreds of people. And we're all playing dodgeball. We are literally in a confined space, throwing things at each other. And then between each game, and there are several games, maybe like, you know, anywhere from like, seven to 10 games in a particular game itself for about 30 minutes. You're just playing consistently back and forth with the team. Every time we played a game, 
one team would win, one team would lose. Yep. When you and then you swap sides of the court. As you would swap sides to the court, you high five everyone and say good game, right? So you're doing that literally probably ten times, and then that's one game. So then you're doing two games. So that's like another ten times. Yep. So every time you're touching, you're high fiving people. There was one person on one team who was doing like the elbow thing. Yep. Everybody else was high fiving, and. You know, some people were laughing about it, that 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 person was doing the elbow thing. And I was like, it's just weird that like, oh, yeah, right. We're in the middle of all this. And like, we're just not. I mean, we're just not totally conditioned to be doing things differently. Right. It was just business as usual. But I left there going, oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. So I quickly went and washed my hands. I'm sure I'm fine. But whatever. But I think it just everybody is has a heightened sense of all of the things that they've been touching. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. (laughs) Right. It's just not. You do find out how much you touch your face. Yes, you do. Because I think about it constantly now. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have to itch my nose. Holly Roberts is bringing all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood, and boy, was that heavy. Yeah. Hi. So Hi. let's go across the pond to the UK. For Commonwealth Day services, where the royal brothers are reunited back together, Harry and William, although they are keeping their distance from each other. Oh, is that because of the virus, though? It could be. You never know. You never know. But uh, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, there for Commonwealth Day service. Uh, They're wrapping up some of their senior royal duties before they become officially senior royal duty free at the end of the month, you can see all the photographs over on our website, mytalk1071.com. Meghan Markle wearing a delightful green dress with a cape and a hat. I mean, she looks stunning. As one does. So there they mm-hmm. are. Okay, hi. <laughs> Your thoughts. I mean, you know, I'm I'm happy for them. They're just there, right? Yeah, I, you know, th- things like this, though, are going to decrease over time, like opportunities for them to have these moments. Right. So I'm still out here wondering what's going to happen after these moments dry up. Sure. Like, I mean, it's true. Like, we haven't gotten to the other side of this yet. We're still in the thick of what does this separation look like? Exactly, because they're still performing senior royal duties. That ends at the end of the month, at the end of March. And then where are we going to see Harry and Meghan out in public? So definitely Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have been making a statement this past weekend holding hands, which was against royal protocol. Uh, And they're also just out and about Meghan wearing fabulous outfits, very bold colors. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She looks awesome. She does look awesome in all of her outfits. And you can look, see people, them. people, here's this person who looks amazing doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need that escape, though. Yeah. Oh, true. I gotta be honest. Daniel Craig. Oh, well, let's oh, talk man, about I'm back at that now. Oh, let's talk about Daniel wow. Craig and his full zaddy vibes oh. on GQ magazine. <laughs> this man is 52 <laughs> years old. The, yes, he is 52 years old. Daniel Craig out doing promotion for No Time to Die, the latest James Bond movie. You know, you just have to go with the promotional press, even though the film has been delayed until November. But there's Daniel Craig in British GQ magazine. I mean, sans shirt. There's also, there's multiple photographs, some of them in sweatpants that um, leave little to the imagination, is all I'm trying to say. Is that a loaf of bread in your pants? Not sure. Well, Lori would tell you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Also, Daniel Craig has a fantastic hmm, (laughs) moment. We could say it on on the radio. Anyways, you'll have to go and check out the photographs. Wait, which for moment are we referring to? I'm just some of the manscaping is oh, very strategic, yeah. very much so, and very lovely. Yes. So uh, we mm-hmm. will uh, have the latest for you on Holly, Daniel Craig. Now I'm sucked into the pictures again. <laughs> Thanks, Colleen. Eye contact. Hey, I'm here. Eye contact. I'm Let's here. talk about that. You uh, must focus. I'll focus. navigate away. All right, let's talk about Angelina Jolie writing an essay for Time Magazine, revealing today that two of her six children have had surgery this year. Yeah, what was that all about? Uh, I didn't read the full essay, but Angelina Jolie, she must be have some kind of contract with Time Magazine to be a featured columnist. But in this column, she wrote about her eldest daughter, Zahara, and one of her younger daughters, Shiloh, or Vivian, we don't know which one, uh, that went under surgery this past huh. year. And she said it's been a pretty difficult and challenging time. And she said, I've spent the last two months in and out of surgeries with my eldest daughter. And days ago, watched her younger sister go under the knife for a hip surgery. She said, I know they know that I'm writing this because I respect their privacy. And we discussed it together that they encouraged me to write this. This essay published on International Women's Day. Oh, interesting. Uh, and Angelina, The 23 hour day. The 23 hour day. Had to say it. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Metaphors. Couldn't even get an extra out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now we don't know why Zahara went uh, underwent surgery, but uh, the younger daughter did have hip surgery, and apparently Angelina is suggesting that it was serious, as huh. she brought up that they were fighting to quote survive. So. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, she said that they understand that going through medical challenges and fighting to survive and heal is something to be proud of. So she said, I saw how all my girls so easily stopped everything and put each other first and felt the joy of being of service to those that they love. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, that's like awesome that she has a platform to share those stories. And, and you know, I'm sure many people can relate to that. Well, you know, and right now, especially with how much press Brad has been getting. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like the first, you know, significant stuff we've heard out of her. That's true. Right. Yeah, you know, during Oscar season, Angelina Jolie didn't do anything. And that's interesting because Angelina Jolie, very much a master of her own PR. She handles her own public relations. So Wasn't oftentimes- there like a Maleficent movie this last year? Yeah, 
Yeah. And she so was she out could about. have been if she wanted. What I'm saying is she could have been out and about if she wanted to be. Well, exactly. And we had paparazzi photographs of Angelina Jolie and her children over in Europe while she was filming the new Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that she's involved right. with. So there are opportunities where Angelina Jolie likes to be photographed. When you see a paparazzi outing of Angelina Jolie and her family, you know she picked up the phone and she said, we're going to be at Party City, Yep. so come and take pictures of us at 2.30. We're going to be on a very cold uh, beach. Yes. Together. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The call coming from inside Inside the house. house. Exactly. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, you guys, he's miserable. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's in Rikers Island right now. And apparently he took a tumble over the weekend. And as a result, his spokesperson says he is miserable. I I love this story um, because, frankly, um, I just have this like this idea in my head that he was like walking, shuffling around, you know, on his own and then just like fell just to be like, I hurt myself. He's fallen and he can't get up. What is there's a old sitcom where somebody's pretending like their neck is sprained. Like all of them. I mean, and there's then, a Golden Girls episode. Is that the where, one where and then they drop the no, suitcase but, and the guy turns? That that's which one is that? I think that was that a Golden Girls episode. I as think well? it might have been. Could be any sitcom. Anyway, from the Golden Girls when I thought that it was where feels Ma, like Harvey Weinstein. Ma hurts her back and then uh, Nurse Defarge comes over and. She just loves Nurse Defarge so much so that she just keeps pretending she's sick. Oh, boy. Uh, Harvey Weinstein's spokesperson said he's miserable but trying to be optimistic mm. as best that he can. And Aww. he has a lot of time to think about his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to be sentenced on Wednesday. Bye. 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 All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Jenny on the line. And what is Jenny playing for? Jenny is playing for this. Some My Talk swag. Yeah. All right, Jenny, ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yes, I am. A delightful. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie met on the set of what movie? Uh, Who wrote the book The Shining? Oh my gosh, I'm doing terrible today. Who plays Black Black Widow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. What is the name of Charlie Brown's dog? Snoopy. What was the first Pixar movie released in theaters? Oh, that one I don't know. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I'm sorry you did not get them all correct, and thus you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Let's go back and get those answers she did not get correct. 
Okay, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie met on the set of what movie? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Who wrote The Shining? Stephen King. And the first Pixar movie was? Toy Story. Yeah. And now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hi. Hi. Hi, Holly. Here's your first celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Listen to this. Apparently, the permanent A-list singer has only a few websites she's allowed to look at. All others are blocked by a server. It also doesn't allow her to send any emails. Her oh. phone is only capable of using Wi-Fi. Oh, is that Britney, Britney Spears? Yikes. Okay, read that beautiful bean footage. So apparently, Britney Spears has only a few websites she's allowed to look at. All others are blocked by a server. It also doesn't allow Britney Spears to send any emails. And Britney's phone is only capable of using Wi-Fi. You guys, have they consulted Scientology on how to manage her? I mean, does that not sound like Scientology? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that one just makes me sad. Yeah, well, it should, because she needs to be set free like a bird. Blinded by the item. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. Considering what she normally has to do for $250. Oh, God. This illiterate former actress turned escort is onto <gasps> something with her cameo thing. Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Woo! We What's are fired today. Oh, so let me fill in the blank. Okay. Considering what Lindsay Lohan normally has to do for $250. She's uh, onto something with her cameo thing. Lindsay Lohan is now on cameo.com, oh. the website where, for a nominal fee, you can pay your favorite Z list celebrities to give you a personal greeting. And hers is $250. Wow. That's it. That's it. I feel like we could pool some money together and talk to Oh, she's Lindsay up Lohan? to 350 now. Mm. Oh, she must be in high demand. Why would you not stop at cameo first? You see what I mean? Like, why did she not go that avenue earlier? Sure. Well, she wasn't thinking in those terms, I suppose. Or at all. That too. I mean, now she needs, you know, she needs some spending money. Yeah, it's just a little pocket little change pocket for change her. for Lindsay. Some I want to know what spending you money. get for... Okay, so when you click on book, she has seven days to complete your request... They text you if for some reason your video isn't completed, you get your $350 back. So you don't get to talk directly to her. No, no, she no. Just she sends does you a video. video. It yep. is not a dialogue okay. experience. So you get to give her instructions and then. Oh, we should come up with something just ridiculously I know, embarrassing. That's what I'm saying. Like we could pool some money together and get her to do some things. Let's, uh, let's work on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like this idea. I like what you're doing here. All right. By the way, Farrah Abraham is also on Cameo.com. She charges $100. Oh, wow. Should. I mean, we could get her to do something for free. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Screw <laughs> that. Oh, Perez Hilton's $90. Oh, jeez. Do you guys, hold, can I, can we stop and pause for a second? Please. Because I just, speaking of Perez Hilton, I just, for some reason, was on his website. I, we, I used to go to his website daily. 
for Hollywood gossip. Now I go there never. But do you remember a few years ago, he had that sort of bizarre um, video that he put out where he was like really emotional and he was like, you guys don't even know all the things I've been through and and then nothing ever came of it. Do you remember that? Did Vaguely? Have yeah. Green hair in the video? Maybe. Uh. It, but I just, the other day that occurred to me and I thought, we never had a resolution We never got to the that. payoff. And I'm wondering is. if we just didn't care, which is sad, right? Because he's a human. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but there's a lot of humans to care about. That's true. Mm-hmm. And he's not at the top of That's our list. That's 100% true. At least in this day and age. All right. If anybody knows what happened to Perez Hilton, let us know. More celebrity gossip mysteries to solve here in Blinded by the Item. This one's confirmed. Listen to the following Colleen and Bradley. This back in the day, A-list female singer who had quite the run and who all of you know, threw some serious shade at the A-plus list singer and her personal battle with her former record company. The back in the day A-list singer was at an event and said the A-plus lister needs to (gasps) grow up and stop living in a fantasy world. Okay, well, the A-plus list singer is Taylor Swift. But the back-in-the-day A-list female singer who had quite the run and who all of you know... Is that... um, What's her name? Her friend. Cher? Not Cher. Okay. No, it's not Cher. Back in the day, not that... I was not going that far back in the day. How far Uh, back in the day? Back to the 90s. Oh, oh okay. early 2000s, but definitely 90s. Oh. Avril Lavigne? No. I don't know. I tried. Avril Lavigne oh, is telling Taylor Swift. I don't know. To stop living in a fantasy world. <laughs> well, you I think mean, about why that is wrong. I actually just didn't. That's funny now. Uh, this woman, she it's a she. Uh, she was in the realm of pop rock Slash country music. Oh, Shania Twain? No. That was a good guess, though. She plays guitar. Melissa Melissa Etheridge? Etheridge? No. But Bonnie Raitt? No. (laughs) In Um, that same mid-90s. Winona Judd? No. You're missing a big one. Mid-90s. Female Gwen Stefani. Pop Cheryl Crow. Colleen. There you go. Yes, we got there. Oh, the first cut is the deepest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll fill in the blank for you. Thank you. <laughs> Cheryl Crow threw some serious shade at Taylor Swift and Taylor's personal battle with her former record company, Big Machine Records. Cheryl Crow was at an event and said that Taylor Swift needed to grow up and stop living in a fantasy world. I mean, here's the thing about... Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow also told us that we should always only use one square of toilet paper to wipe. And so I don't (laughs) always think Cheryl Crow is dealing with a full deck. Full of sound advice. I just also think that it's generational, right? Could be, yeah. Like that generation would think like stop your complaining right buck up mm-hmm. pull yourself yeah. up by the bootstraps whereas taylor swift realizes that complaining is marketable yay yeah, that's true big bucks people want to hear your complaints that's true is there a quickie do we have a quickie or no do we have a quickie i don't know if you guys will get there fast well, enough to be honest that is a good try yeah okay. let's try it let's All try right. it let's do it okay i feel We're confident. Not 
go to to go to break. All right, here's your last confirmed blind item. This cable network wants people who quit from the long-running hit show brought back in in an attempt to get the ratings back to a good space. Uh, right now, the ratings are so low that the network is bleeding money. Cable network people who quit from the long-running hit show. Yeah, Westworld. I just went for the first one. Is it a reality show? No, it's not. Oh, um, Game of Thrones? No, because that show's gone. Yeah, oh, this is a show that's on. Uh huh. This one (laughs) is still on the air, apparently. Uh, It's been on for a decade almost at this point. It was very popular. I would say the height of its popularity was maybe like five or six years ago. And it's and it's funny that they would bring back people who left the show because it all has to do with the undead. Oh, oh the Walking, Walking Dead. dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So fill in that blank, and then we'll move on. AMC wants people who quit from the Walking Dead to be brought back into the show in attempt to get the ratings back to a good space because right now the Walking Dead ratings are so low that AMC is just bleeding money. Literally, they're. They are the walking. Well, shouldn't you be yeah. able to bring zombies back? I don't know. You're the one that is like thinks zombies are a well, thing. I don't treat them like they're fiction. See, I actually treat them like they're real because they are. Thank you for your zombie inclusion, Bradley. You're when welcome. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, the world is canceled right now because of coronavirus. We got to talk about the one of the latest things that's been canceled after this on My Talk 1071. Thanks for that, Holly Roberts. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so yes. things are getting canceled. Oh my God, left and right don't even get me started. Don't even get me started, but this one actually caught my attention. South by Southwest Mm -hmm. has been canceled. The music festival in Austin, Texas, that has been going since 1987, yearly, annually, not consistently since 1987. In any case, they've canceled it. And they canceled it for one very specific reason. um, And it had everything to do with the insurance uh, that the festival had um, because they would not be covered around this type of disease spread. And so they thought, well, okay, we should, we're just going to cancel it. But what that but what that means for the festival at large is that, you know, this is a major money-making event for them, right? They put on the festival, they make the money to put the festival on again. So they're concerned about the loss that they will uh that they will take because they've canceled it this year. And the future of South by Southwest as it is then becomes in question. The other thing that I'm questioning is what about other music festivals? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, they're uh, not just music festivals. I mean, I think about our own backyard um, and the Minnesota State Fair, you know, people oh and gosh. the thing you don't realize, because I think a lot of people when they saw the South by Southwest story and that, that was like the story all last week where people were like, are they going to cancel? And like events would cancel. And they're like, but is the whole thing going to cancel? But then these little well, back forth, back forth. Finally, they decided to cancel out of an abundance of caution, blah, blah, blah. You can totally understand it. But what then you don't realize is there are people whose livelihoods, it's not just the the people who put on the event, it's the people whose livelihoods, like the restaurants, who literally make, you know, their income for the year on that one event. 
you know, that one week. Right. Just like in our own backyard, the Minnesota State Fair. Think about all the people whose entire salary for the year is made in one week. If suddenly you remove that, they lose they lose their, their livelihood salary. for a yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's, you know, it has and then it has ripple uh, ripple effects because people aren't, you know, staying in hotels. They're not eating food. They're not, you know, buying stuff at the store. Yeah, the tour the tourism industry in Austin is not going to be as yeah. robust. And so yeah, a lot of people are going to end up losing a lot of money because South by Southwest has been canceled. You wonder about Coachella. Mm-hmm. That's another really big festival. But then I even just, I hadn't even thought of the state fair, right? Because that's. It's so far off. So you right. kind of just, it's not even in our purview yet. And it may not be like by the time we get around to the state fair, it may, this virus may have, um, you know, kind of been contained and petered out yep. or God only knows. I mean, it, it's hard to predict. You don't want to plan on that. But I imagine that the people in charge of the state fair are having those conversations now because if you're not having those conversations now and you do get caught flat footed, that's a lot of people's livelihoods at risk. Right. So, but even on a smaller level, I've been thinking about, cause we read a story about a guy in, was it Scotland who was one of our coronaviruses who went to a concert, oh, yeah. tool concert sick yeah. with coronavirus. Yeah. And you know, I don't have any, concert tickets coming up but my husband does oh for sure and there's this little part of me that feels like do i out of abundance of an abundance of caution say to him hey maybe let's think about whether or not you actually want to go to that concert when there's all of those people but you know what he might not even have to make that decision because the concerts could just be canceled so that's like this weird space that we're living in right now where we're not quite sure what's on and what's off and you can make a decision yourself about whether or not you want to put yourself in that space. But it is also possible that the decision may be made for you. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's more and more likely. I think, I mean, my own personal opinion, which matters nothing and is not informed by actual science, is that things will probably get worse before they get better in this moment, or at least more and more people will have to make more and more difficult decisions. And right. Um, hopefully that's all we have to worry about is making, um, you know, decisions like whether or not we're going to go to a concert, right? right? If that's the worst that we have to deal with now that will have an economic impact and that will affect people's livelihoods better to affect their livelihood than their life. lives. Yeah, so, exactly. So I would think that, you know, if you question it, just maybe take the time off. I will tell you though, can I tell you that like this weekend I was like, I kind of feel like now's the time to get on an airplane because I feel like the prices are cheap. Okay. So if you got kids, maybe I wouldn't do that. So I know. See, well, and that's the other thing. Everything depends on your own personal kind of surroundings, what you're planning to do, right? Like if I were not uh, joyously encumbered by three (laughs) young humans that sprung forth from my body, I might not... I, w- I, you know, I might have some different choices about going on a vacation. But right now, if you said to me, airplane tickets are dirt cheap, I'd probably be like, you know what? We're just going to kick it at home for a while yeah, in our own germs and pass those around for a little bit. Yeah, because you're probably going to get sick from those. Anyway. Yeah. But if I were single and ready to mingle, I'd be mingling. Sure. I'd take some risks. Do you know what I would be curious about is, I know this is kind of off topic, but it's on topic from the coronavirus. Yeah. Is I just think about 
Like, what if you just get a cold right now? Yeah. Like, what if you just get the flu right now? Right. Yeah. How scared are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, right. <laughs> right. Like, you, you wake do? up with that that tickle at the back of your throat. I mean, obviously, what you do is you call your provider before you go see anybody, right? Um, because you don't want to put hospital workers at risk, right? Um, unnecessarily, right? But still, imagine the. The story's well, going on in your head when that happens. I bet there are plenty of people who have been calling their practitioners because they've got the tickle. Yeah. Which sounded dirty, but I meant like an actual <laughs> tickle. Thick tickle. Yeah. A sickle. A sickle. <laughs> uh, but you know what's interesting about it? So, you know, we're I'm talking very specifically about concerts with yeah. the cancellation of South by Southwest, the potential or conversation around perhaps a cancellation of Coachella, other music festivals being canceled, other concerts being canceled, et cetera. That's a very real thing. But Bradley, uh, when we come back, Mm. we're going to talk a little bit about the reality of your own actual vacation. Let's say you've booked a cruise for several thousand dollars and now you don't know what to do. Yeah. And you're not alone, right? Because this has been a conversation that has been had in the public sphere about uh, cruises specifically, but other vacations as well. And so, let me just also say, I'm grateful for this problem. Of course you are. Yes. My- right? Yeah. But you are not alone. Yeah. There are many people with spring break coming who have made some plans yep. and maybe are uh, having to second guess those and are in this awkward space. We're going to talk a little bit about the awkward space that you found yourself in, Bradley. And uh, if other people have found themselves in a space like this, uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.